When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This part of the podcast is sponsored by Understanding the Bible Made Easy. Are you looking to better understand the Bible? Then look no further than Understanding the Bible Made Easy. This book is a perfect companion for anyone looking to explore the Bible in a comprehensive and easy-to-understand way. With clear explanations, helpful tips, this book will help you gain a deeper understanding of the Bible so you can start applying its teachings to your life right away. Get your copy of Understanding the Bible Made Easy from Amazon or check out the link at the top of our show notes. Brothers Company, the Makers of Rinso, invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the story of Amos and Andy. Today, the Kingfisher's wife, Sapphire, is spending most of the afternoon in the beauty shop for one of her regular treatments. And finding herself short of money, she has phoned the Kingfish to come over immediately with the cash. Andy agreed to walk over with the Kingfish, and they're approaching the beauty shop now. I as always want to see what goes on inside of one of these places, Kingfish. Oh, yeah, you can go in. Is this a beauty shop right here, this Mamie Laverne? Andy, don't say Mamie. Look at the sign there. M-M-E. That spells mm. <laughs> it's the abbreviation for the French word monsieur. That's what it is. Well, let's get on in there. Yeah, Sapphire ought to be ready to leave the place for now. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Oh, uh, hello, Miss. Uh, I, uh, Mr. George Stevens. I come here for my wife. Her name is Mrs. George Stevens. Oh, yes, I believe. Now, let me look at my book and see what project she is. <laughs> Miss Sapphire Stevens. Mm-hmm. Mm, let me see. Is she the facial massage and coiffure or manicure, shampoo, and eyebrow pluck? No, I think she's the wrinkle, smooth, chin tight, and general overhaul. <laughs> She's almost ready. She's just getting a little touch-up now. A uh, touch-up? Yes, just touching up near the roots of her gray hair. Oh, my wife ain't got no gray hair. Oh, come, come, Mr. Stevens. Oh, well. Yeah, what do you think she had on the roots of her hair, Kingfish? Powder? <laughs> <laughs> Will you wait out here and I'll go back and see if she's ready? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, say, Andy, look back there. See that door open there? Yeah. There's a woman getting a finger wave. Yeah, wonder what a woman wants with wavy fingers. This portion fingers. of the podcast huh? is sponsored by the Christian Devotion. Hey, look at that move over there, and look at that. Are you looking yeah. for a guided Christian Yeah, and the woman sitting there with a bucket on top of it. She's also lifted dryer, son. Oh, oh further. looks awful on her. Better looking in some of the new hats they got, I know that. Hey, look here, there's the door that's open a little, but you can't see nothing. I tell you what, let's do. Let's tip down there near Maybe we can hear some gossip. Come on, quiet now. How would you like to have a little curly front, Miss Codrice? Well, let's try it. By the way, Miss I see your friend, Miss Henrietta, is in one of the rear booths getting fixed up today. That Henrietta woman's no friend of mine no more. Is y'all had a fight, Miss Codrite? No, but my husband, Mr. Codrite, has told me plenty. You know, Henrietta works in the same office as Mr. Codrite, and Mr. Codrite say he don't want me going around with Henrietta because all she's got on her mind is men. Mr. Codrite says Henrietta comes to work at the office in a tight-fitting satin dress and tries to be so attractive to all the men. And Mr. Codrite don't want me to spoil my reputation by running around with a girl like Henrietta. Oh, I tell you. Uh, come on, Andy, come on. Uh, they better not turn the sun lamp on her. That woman would get a tan tongue, you know what I mean? Yeah, 
that Mr. Cordwright certainly hates Henrietta, don't he? Yeah. Oh, Mr. Stephen, Miss Stevens is ready now. You can go on back. She's in the last booth on the right. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Come on, Annie. Come on with me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, Kingfish. You mean to say that women is in all these booths here getting fixed up? Yeah, we, wait a minute. Uh, here's another door next to the end there that's open. Let's listen. Uh, how do you want your hair done this morning, Miss Henrietta? Must I comb it up? No, you better comb it down. I got a luncheon date with Mr. Cartwright, and he says he loves my hair hanging on my shoulders. That man Cartwright gets around, don't he? Yeah. <laughs> he sure do. Yeah, well, well uh, let's get on in here with Sapphire. Come on. George, is that you? Uh, yeah, that's me, honey. Uh, Andy's with me. Well, you and Andy come on in. Sorry I'm late, but I had to wait almost an hour. Yeah, well, when is it going to start to work on you? What are you talking about, George? <laughs> they have finished with me. By the way, Andy, how do you like my hair done up on top like this? Well, look good. Covers your bald spot. <laughs> I also had a facial, George. If you look real close, you'll see that they done took the crow's feet away from my eyes. Mm-hmm, yeah. They took away the crow's feet all right, but the tracks are still there. <laughs> Give me $5. All right, here you is. Here's and I'll see you at home. All right, all right. Come on, Anna. Spending $5, dollars and she still looks bad. <laughs> yeah, well, one good thing with her, you ain't got to worry about Mr. Courtright. No, no, he ain't. <laughs> I know one thing. I ain't never going to get married because the upkeep on a woman's face alone would keep a man broke. Boy, this expense cures me of marriage. I'm going to stay single and just go breezing along with the breeze. Yeah. Uh, why is you so sweet to me around the house today, honey? I don't give you all the money I got. Well, George, I might as well tell you. One of my relatives is coming to stay with us. Well, that's all. If you were thinking on that mother of yours coming around here and boss me and run my house, I'm going to throw up the sponge. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your mother is the meanest woman I done ever had in this house. Mother ain't coming. She is the worst. She, uh, uh, she, uh, did you say some sweet words then? <laughs> It ain't mother that's coming. Well, whoever it is will be an improvement on that old bag. Now, you let mother alone. Yeah, well, I wish you'd let me alone. Stay away from here, too. Who's coming? My unmarried sister, Florescent. <laughs> unmarried sister? Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me that country gal is coming up here and stay with her? Yes, she is. Yeah, but well, where is she going to sleep? We ain't got but them two little beds. Well, we got that sofa. That bumpy, hard old sofa? Will Florescent fit on that? No, but you will. Now, wait a minute, dear. I ain't going to do that. Now, look, George. Here's a picture that you sent me with the letter. Let me see the thing. There you is. But I think she took off some weight since this was took. Yeah, look at them double chins on that woman, will you? <laughs> she looked like a stack of used tires standing there. <laughs> Was a hippopotamus. No, ain't no hippopotamus ever been as hippie as she is. <laughs> or oh, potamus either, I tell you that. Well, she's coming anyhow. She's arriving tomorrow. Well, now, wait a minute. I can't afford to have her laying around here eating up my food. Well, there's only one solution to it, George. We got to take care of her till, till we can introduce her to some legible bachelor that ain't married. Legible bachelor, huh? Now, who do I want to get even with about something? Let me see. <laughs> Let me look at that picture again there. Mm-mm. Look at that woman. She's getting ugly every year. Well, after all, George, she's 43. According to this picture, she's 10 years ahead of schedule. I know that. <laughs> she ought to go in the beauty shop and stay there for a month. Never leave the joint. She ain't never been inside of one, George. But you just got to let her live here till you get her married. Hey, wait a minute, you I got an idea. Maybe I could get Andy Brown to marry her. But don't you think Andy's a bum? Yeah, but at her stage of the game, she can't be choosy, honey. <laughs> 
it might not be bad for Florescent. No, on second thought, Andy ain't interested in getting married. He wants to stay single. The last thing he said to me this morning was, I'm just breathing along with a breeze. Well, hello there, Kingfish. Come in. Yeah, well, if it ain't my bosom buddy, Bachelor Andy Brown. Uh, tell me all your troubles. I know how it is when a man's got worries and he ain't got no wife to comfort him and talk over the troubles with him. Wait a minute. I ain't got no worries, Kingfish. And I think the reason I ain't is because I'm single. Now, there's the same thing that you mentioned, Brett. That you ain't got no wife. As long as you was done brung up the subject, though, uh, you know, less than an hour ago, I was talking about the same thing to Sapphire. You was, huh? Yeah, I was telling her what you said this morning about marrying a girl that spends so much money in the beauty shop. Yeah, and all of them do it. No, no, Brother Andy, there's the very ultra-economical type that never goes in a beauty shop. And you was lucky if you can land one like that. Yeah, but where is it? Ah, now my darling wife has got a charming little sister named Florescent. And she's staying with us for the winter. Yeah, uh, your little sister, well, I say little, uh, he's got a little fat here and a little fat there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, she is one girl that makes a perfect way. I, I, I hate to see her get married. You know, I would cry at the altar like a mother. Yeah, well, wipe your tears away, Mama. I ain't gonna take it to no altar. Uh, no, and uh, I'd like to have a good cry. If I could get two soulmates together? No, no, Kingfish. I ain't in the marrying mood. Well, now, wait a minute, Andrew. It's the rule and regulation of nature that every man has got to have a wife. Because without one, you ain't got the love and companionship. And that's what you need. Listen, if I need love and companionship, I can do better with a dog. <laughs> when a dog sit on your lap and kiss your hands, you know that it's really love he's after and not money to spend in no beauty shop. A dog really treats you good. Oh, she'll treat you like a dog already, then. <laughs> you come over and meet Florescent tonight. Well, how come you were so anxious for me to meet this gal, Kingfish? Well, Andy, I ain't never told you this before, son, but now is as good a time as any. You see, Andy, I was fond of you. I have always loved you like a brother. And if you were to marry Florescent, that would make you my brother-in-law. And, Andy, that is the sweetest relation between two men. <laughs> Kingfish, I never know that you felt that way about me. Yeah, well, it's high time I told you, brother-in-law. Yes, Andy, I'd be proud and happy to put you on one of the limbs of my family tree. Well, well I'd like to get out on a limb. Oh, I'll get you out on a limb. Right? Yeah. yeah, you know, and another thing, if we were brother-in-laws, why, maybe you wouldn't teach me out of money no more. Well, that's right. But even if I did teach you, you'd have the satisfaction of knowing that the money is still in the family. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Brother-in-laws is good, all right. What kind of a gal is this neon tuba? A fluorescent. Oh, yeah. She's a lovely gal, and uh, I want you to meet her before you marry her. Uh, you know, if uh, I'd have met her before I married my wife, I would have never married Sapphire. You mean you'd have married Florescent? No, I just wouldn't have married Sapphire. <laughs> well, tell me this. What does she look like? You got a picture of her that I can see? Yeah, 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 I yeah. got one here, but I won't warn you, Andy. Uh, this ain't a very good one. Uh, the picture was took under very bad conditions. It was, huh? Yeah, it was filmed in the camera at the time. That is old film, I mean, like that. Well, let me see the picture. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This is a group picture, eh? <laughs> no, no, that group is all heard. <laughs> no, no, Kingfisher. I think she's too old for me. And she ain't good looking, neither. Yeah, but looks don't mean nothing, brother nor Andrew. Well, for us, you just only skin deep. Yeah, well, she's got a lot of skin on her, then.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. She loaded with skin. Oh, yeah, she sure is a big woman. Yeah, well, now, that's the beauty part of it, her being big. Most men marry skinny little gals, work their heads off, making money to fatten them up so they look like a wife. But you was getting a gal that's already been pre-fattened. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I'd like to meet her. What time could I come to see her? Well, we've had some supper around 7 o'clock. Yeah, how about me getting there at 6.30? No, no, uh, make it around 8.30. You see, uh, so Russell just come from the country and she ain't used to strangers yet. You can come to supper some other night after she done learned to eat with a knife and fork. Mr. Brown, why, you can pry them off again. Do that. All right, Brother George. Maybe you ought to sprinkle some of my perfume in your hair, honey. Well, I'm already dabbed behind my ears with vanilla extract. Vanilla extract? You two get building and cooing, he's going to think he's making love to an angel food cake. You know that? Oh, I'm so excited about this. This is the first time I've talked to a man since Zeke Smith talked to me back in the country. Well, I didn't know you had a date with Zeke Smith. Well, it wasn't exactly no date. He was across the field one day calling the hogs, and when they came to him, I walked up with him. <laughs> After that, you used to always go out and round them up quietly. Hey, uh, by the way, Sapphire, if Andy asks Florence's age, we can't tell him that she's 43 because uh, Andy's 43 herself. Oh, that's right. Well, we'll have to knock off 10 years and say she's only 33. Yeah, that's a good... Uh, uh-oh, there's Andy now. Put on your shoes, Florence. This oh, yeah. Oh, Sapphire, how do I look? George, how do I look? It's too late now. I'm going to let him in. <laughs> well, well, well. Good evening, brother-in-law. Good evening, Andy. Hello, folks. Uh, Andy, allow me the privilege to introduce to you my very charming and single sister-in-law by marriage, the very desirable Florette. Uh, well, i got to be going. Wait a minute. Come back. Come back. Oh, no, let's go, my necktie, Kingfish. Let's go. You're oh, choking me. Yeah. Hello, Mr. Brown. Sapphire, can I take off my shoes now? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, Andy, sit down. Make yourself comfortable. Uh, take off your shoes, too, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you two ought to find a lot in common on account of there's only 10 years difference in your ages. Yeah, I figured she was about 53. <laughs> oh, Andy, you missed it by 20 years. Well. I didn't want to say 73. <laughs> and what you got in the package? I brought you a present. <laughs> what is it? A bag of potato chips. Potato chips? For me? There's for us. Oh, Jimmy, I just love these potato chips. Wait a minute, for us, you've got to take them out of the bag first there. Don't do that. Well, come on, George. Let's go to the movies and leave the young folks alone. Yeah, well, we'll be back in a couple of hours. You all enjoy yourself, and if I know Andy, <laughs> he'll speak right up for himself. Yeah, well, see you later. Goodbye. Have a good time, you little lovebirds. 
Come on, George. Oh, George, I certainly hope that this thing works out. You think it will? Well, I'll soon find out. I'll tell you what we're going to do. Let's stay right here, and I'll peek through the keyhole. What do you see, George? They are sitting in two chairs. Wait a minute. What is it? Andy is getting up. He's walking over to the sofa. Well, where's Florette? She's sitting in the chair near him. Uh-oh. Andy is dimming the light by the sofa. Oh, that's great. It's working. Hot dog. Now he's sitting on the sofa. Really? How about Florette? Well, she ain't moved yet. Uh-oh. What's happened? Andy laid down to take a nap. <laughs> you want to see me about, Andy? Well, Amos, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. If you was me, would you marry a gal if you didn't love her? Well, not unless I was out of my head, I wouldn't. Yeah, well, the Kingfisher's sister-in-law, Fluorescent, is a gal. Uh-huh. I think she's too old for me, though. It finally come out that she was 73. Oh, Andy, I don't think a man ought to marry a gal unless there's true love there. Yeah, I think you're right. After all, Andy, a real marriage is when you can have the thrill of picking up the one you love in your arms and holding them close to you. Yeah, well, that holding close thing ain't bad, but somebody's got to help me when it comes to picking fluorescent up. Now, tell me this, Andy. Uh, when you see her the first time, did you have a feeling of love? Did you kind of get uh, tight in the chest? No, I got upset in the stomach. <laughs> well, Andy, just remember one thing. After you married a gal, you got to live in the same house with her for the rest of your life. Yeah, you're right. Amos, you talked me out of it. Yeah, well, uh, come in, Kingfish. I just leave it. Yeah. Well, how is it, Amos? Uh, how is my future brother-in-law, Ender? That's what I want to talk to you about. Yeah, well, I'll see you all later. So long, fellas. Thank you, brother Amos. So long, Amos. Uh, brother-in-law, dear... Hold it, hold it. <laughs> I might as well nip you in the bud right now and tell you that I ain't going to marry a fluorescent. But, brother Ender, you mean that you ain't going to marry a fluorescent, that sweet little delicate flower? What you talking about, flower? She went to seed 20 years ago. <laughs> Kingfish, I just don't love her. Brother Andy, that's the old-fashioned idea. The new way is to marry him first and then learn to love him. Yeah, well, I like the old-fashioned way of loving him first and then learning to forget him. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You can't do that to me. Now, like I told you 20 times before, she's too old for me. Well, now, wait just a minute here. I'll sue you for breach of promise. I'll go see my lawyer right now. You'll sue me for breach of promise. Yeah, you promised to be my brother-in-law. Oh, I'll get you. I'll get you. <laughs> Gabby? Oh, Kingfish, come on in, come on in. Yeah, well, Gabby, how's the law business? You look kind of sad about something. What's the matter? I just had a horrible experience, a horrible experience. I just lost a client. Oh, that's too bad. How did it happen? I fell off the ambulance. <laughs> well, now, listen, Gabby, I come to see you about my sister-in-law, Florescent. Is you seen her since she's been in town? You mean that barefoot guy that was sitting on your front steps in Sapphire? Yeah, that's her. She just come up from the country. Well, tell me something, Kingfish. Is she web-footed or was that mud between her toes? <laughs> Uh, you, you must have seen her when she had my shoes on. How'd she get to New York? Hitchhike or whoa? No, she came by Greyhound. Greyhound? <laughs> that dog said the cat alone, didn't it? Uh, you know, Andy Brown promised to marry this gal and then back down. Say that she's too old and ugly and all that stuff. Now, here's what I want to ask you. 
Can I force the marriage by suing him for breach of promise? Breach of promise, breach of promise. I represented a beautiful girl in court once, and she was suing for breach of promise. I got up and I pleaded my case right to the judge. I pleaded right to him. I made a wonderful plea. Then the lawyer for the defendant got up, and he made his plea. The judge didn't know what to do. He said to this beautiful girl, come with me into my private chamber. She went in there with the judge. It was locked up for 25 minutes. And then the door opened, and the judge spoke. What did he say? <laughs> lovely, lovely. <laughs> Uh, Gabby, I ain't much of a man for in-laws, and my wife's mother will drive me crazy. And this girl is almost as bad as the, 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 the stand at my house. Now, how can I get Anna to marry her so I can get out of our house? Oh, that's all. She looks like a scarecrow. Why don't you send her to the beauty shop and get her fixed up? They can do wonders over there. Just wonders. Hey, that's a good idea. I'll put my watch in pawn, I'll put everything else in pawn, and I'll get them to fix her up so she'll be a real glamour gal. Oh, that beauty shop will do a job on all right. They'll give her false eyelashes, they'll give her false eyebrows, they'll put rats in her hair, they'll give her false fingernails, and a duple job on her face. Make her real good looking, just like other women. Jonah? Yes, indeed. And after she gets them beauty shop good looks, she'll understand one thing. What's that? <laughs> Why, so many women carry umbrellas when it rains. <laughs> Anna, let's go in the house and uh, you can pop the question to Phil Ruffin right here now. Yeah, I can't wait. You know, I've seen her two or three times on the street lately and she looks like a million dollars. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful what they can do for them in the beauty saloon, all right. Uh, yeah, and uh, since she got herself fixed up, you know, she really done become a hip girl. She's popular, too. Oh, yeah, I can hardly wait to pre pose Mac. Oh, uh, well, uh, hello there, Phil Ruffin. How are you? Oh, hello, Brother Dad. What's cooking? Hello, Mr. Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at you. You're really beautiful now. Well, fluorescent darling. Ha, ha, ha. I got something to say to you. Where you set together, lover boy? What's on your mind? Well, I'd like to talk to you about marriage. Sorry, honey, child, but one of the hip cats over to the cigar ballroom just talked to me about the same thing, and you're all set. Sure enough, you mean that, uh, that, that, that you are going to get married? Oh, congratulations. Wait a minute, Jerry. Yeah. What's the matter with me for a husband? I'm sorry. You're too old for me. Come on, Pop. Now, there's a fine thing. Well, Andy, it's too bad that you didn't take her off my hands, but I've done a pretty small job in getting her fixed up and finding a husband for her. Oh, boy, I rid of her. And me and Sapphire are going to have some peace right here now. Oh, John, this Florescent tell you the good news? Oh, yeah, I just heard it, honey, and I'm plenty happy. Oh, I was so excited about it that I phoned long-distance to Mother, and I told her how easy you got Florescent married. <laughs> What'd you say? Mother's arriving here tomorrow to live with her so you can do the same thing for her. Oh, <laughs> When you see a fellow walking down the street whistling cheerfully, you can just bet on it he's feeling pretty good. And when you hear a woman whistling, especially if she whistles while she's washing clothes, you can make the same bet. She's feeling pretty good. And you can also bet that she's using our new soapy rich Rinso. That's why she feels so swell. She can see herself that new Rinso gets out more dirt without making her work so hard. And chances are, here's the little tune she's either whistling or singing. Rinse all white, rinse all white, happy little wash day song. Rinse all white, rinse all white. 